0: If you didn't bring a Bible with you, hold up your hand. The ushers have extra Bibles and let's everybody turn, please, to James, the third chapter and Proverbs, the 18th chapter. We're beginning a new series this morning. You ready? Well, we'll see. (laughs) If you believe you're ready, that's a long way down the road right there. And you're talking right. So uh, James, the third chapter, James chapter three and verse one, James three, one says, my brethren, be not many masters, uh, not all of you try to be teachers, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation in the King James, that's a little bit archaic Um uh, Being a teacher, an instructor, is not about being important, being a big shot. It's responsibility. You'll be responsible for what you taught the people. If you taught them wrong and it hurt them, you'll be responsible for that and held accountable for that. If you taught them right and it helped them, you'll be rewarded. Amen. But it's not just a matter of saying, hey, I know something, listen to me. So don't everybody... Try to be a teacher just because of wanting to be seen. Verse 2: In many things we offend all. Now, see, a teacher could miss it in what they said. He just goes into this in depth now. Well, he says, uh, Master, talking about teachers and instructors, will you instruct with words? And if any man offend not in word, he goes on to say, the same is a perfect man. The word perfect has to do with fully developed, complete, entire, sometimes let's just say mature, and able also to bridle the whole body. Keep reading. Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouth that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great, and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth. Even so, the tongue is a little member, but it boasts and affects and controls great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. He keeps giving us examples and saying, that's how your tongue is. That's how your tongue is. A A relatively small bit can control the great strength and speed of a horse. A relatively small rudder compared to the size of a ship can absolutely determine the direction, north, south, east, west of that ship, even in big waves and fierce winds. And how big of a fire can develop from just a tiny flame, from just a match or a cigarette butt? He said, that's how your tongue is. Your tongue is like that bit. Your tongue is like that rudder. Your tongue is like that spark. It may start small. But it can develop into something that changes your life. Totally changes and controls your direction. Do we believe this? I know from experience, most Christians don't really believe this. And you can, why would you say that, Brother Keith? Because of the way they talk. Simple. If they believed this, they wouldn't say the things that they say. If they really believed that saying a wrong word could be like striking a a match in a dry forest it might not seem like much at the time but it can turn into something else and turn into something else and turn into something else and the first time you said it you might not have believed it might even not have paid that much attention to it but you keep saying it for six months and three years and it can mess up your life did you hear me friends Keep reading, he said. uh, Every kind of beast and of birds and of serpents and of things in the sea is tamed and has been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It's an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. Now that doesn't mean that you know you might say, well, you can't tame the tongue anyway. Then why even try? No. Why would he be talking to us about all this if we couldn't do anything about it? No, he's talking about me taming your tongue. See, he's talking about a a person taming an animal, uh, another creature, and this would be like me trying to tame your tongue. I can't, and you can't tame my tongue. Nobody can tame another person's tongue. Under threat of life, with a pistol up against their head, they may say what you tell them to say, but as soon as you leave the room, they can say whatever they want to say. And it doesn't mean they believed what they said when they said what you made them say under duress. No. And uh, sometimes people have said, well, you know, well, make me say the right thing. We can't. You know, make me say the right thing. No, we can't. Nobody can make you talk right. Except you. And the first step will be you wanting to. Huh? If you don't want to. If you don't care then it'll never be tamed. And it'll cost you. But you could change your mind about that during this new series. (laughs) And I'll just say by faith, since I believe in what I say, that many during the course of this series will be enlightened. And many will get a desire to change the way they talk. And many will find grace and strength and watch their mouth and change their words and their life will become better. Amen. 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 You agree with that? So be it. Amen means so be it. So be it. He goes on to say, uh, verse 9, therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. You know, blessing a person and uh, cursing their kids doesn't work. They'd rather you cuss them than their kids. Hmm? Well, God's like that too. You know, you you say, praise the Lord, I love you. And then you cuss his kids. That's not going to work. Huh? He goes on to say, verse 10, out of the same mouth, same mouth proceeds blessing and cursing my brethren these things ought not so to be if it ought not so to be then let's make it not be like that blessing and cursing he goes on to give another example does a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter no, it doesn't. Same kind of water comes out of that fountain all the time. Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries? No. Fig tree produces figs. All the time. Every season. No berries, no olives. Either a vine, figs. Does a vine produce figs? No. Vine produces grapes. No figs. Only grapes. So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh? What should come out of our mouth? Blessing and cursing? Now, what is blessing? Blessing is speaking good. Blessing is the power and the ability to increase, to succeed, to multiply, to prosper. Cursing is not just using four-letter words, so-called profanity. Cursing is the opposite of blessing. It's where instead of speaking increase, you're speaking decrease. Instead of speaking success you're speaking failure instead of speaking life you're speaking death healing you're speaking sickness instead of speaking prosperity you're speaking failure and going under should both of those come out of our mouth hmm? are you sure what should come out of our mouth blessing and blessing and no curse that's right what does that mean We don't talk failure. We don't talk death. We don't talk doubt. We don't talk worry. We don't talk fear. Hmm? Period. We don't have our off days. Where we just vent. Because that's speaking blessing and cursing. Isn't it? We need to cut off the and cursing. And just speak blessing. What would speaking blessing sound like? Get up in the morning, slap the alarm clock, and go. Oh man, I didn't get enough sleep. Oh man, I just I don't know why, but I don't feel good today. I just don't know why. I, I've been feeling good for a while now. Oh, no, look at the way. It's cold outside, man. Cold. You don't like it cold. (laughs) Get ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah! Blankety blank. Oh, excuse me. (laughs)
1: I'm
0: so tired of this piece of junk. Sorry thing. You know, you get one thing fixed, something else breaks. I want to give you a phrase. You're going to hear it over and over again. If you say so. Did you get that or not? Every time I get one thing paid off, seems like something else comes up. If you say so. If you say so. It'll be so. Well I just don't. It just puts me in bondage all that. I don't. It just you know. If you say so. (laughs) There are folks that don't like this. And and it irritates them. And the reason it irritates you. Is because you're not doing it. But friend. this, This is not about irritating. This is about getting free. This is about realizing one of the most amazing powerful things God has put at our disposal Amen. in life and it's not like you got to climb the highest mountain or swim the broadest sea all you got to do is watch what comes out of your mouth Amen. And it absolutely will change your life Amen. Not my idea scripture after scripture after scripture after scripture out of our mouth should come what? Blessing. Not blessing and cursing. Not death and life. Not good and bad. Just good. Only good. Only all we should ever know. Now you'll be feeling some other things. You'll be hearing some other things. You'll be seeing and, and experiencing some other things. But doesn't mean you've got to talk it. Right. Does it? Right. That's where being spiritual and having some discipline comes in. The devil is the tempter and he is the God of this world and he is about death and darkness. So guess what? He wants you to talk. He wants you to talk death and he wants you to talk curse because you doing that allows him in. He has a right to come and effect the words of death. That we say. He has a right to. And if we're dumb. We'll yield to it and talk it. And here's the thing. Why has this seemed so challenging brother Keith. Because spiritual forces. Are at work. And you and I are being pressed. And tempted. To talk like that. Because the enemy. Wants so badly. To get in our lives. And mess things up. And and manifest death and chaos. And if nobody would yield to the devil. It'd be like there was no devil. It'd be like he's behind a plate glass looking in. And couldn't say anything because he doesn't have a right. The earth, the Bible said, God has given to the children of men. He gave it to Adam and Eve. And their descendants. And he has it because they Gave it to him and, and not rightfully. And, but he can't do anything in our lives unless we yield to him. That's why the Bible said give no place. Don't give him any place. That means if he has place in your life. You gave it to him. And we must quit. And you'll find that you and I, all of us, you'll be tempted to say stupid stuff. And, it, and you'll just be pressed. It'll be pushing on your mind all day to say, man, I just don't know if I'm going to make it. And you'll want to say it so bad? You'll have to buy Why is that so? Because the devil needs you to say it. Come on, can you see this? So he can do it. Just like God needs you to say, I'm more than a conqueror. The greater one lives in me. God needs me. Yes. He needs you to say that. Giving him full access. And full right in your life to do it. He needs you to say. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. He needs you to say by his stripes I'm healed. To give him access. He's the one set it up that way. So. The world all around us. It's talking death. So it, does, it seems normal. It just seems like that's what everybody does. But you and I are not of this world. We're living here, but no, we, we're of another family, aren't we? And we have another nature. And our nature is not death. Our nature is eternal life. And so that's what we talk. We talk life only. And we talk blessing only and when you hear folks from Faith Life Church if you want to talk and gripe about stuff you're wasting your time around them because they just won't even talk with you about it they'll just look at you like they don't understand the language you're speaking and they don't want an interpretation and if you hush they'll start telling you about the goodness of God They'll start telling you about how powerful and great He is and how there is nothing too hard for Him and how that our best days are in front of us. The exceeding great and good wonderful plan of God is unfolding in our life. He's ordering our steps. He's directing our paths. And the paths getting brighter and brighter and brighter. It's getting better, better, better than it's ever been. I'm not getting dumber. I'm getting smarter. I'm not getting weaker. I'm getting stronger.
1: Amen.
0: Now some folks. Uh, I know in, in ministering in the healing school. At Brother Hagin's ministry for years. There were some folks that I. Uh, man they were given up. By medical science. And um, they were there with us for several weeks. And would get better. I mean uh, one week. This, this one guy in particular. He must have been 80% improved. Amazing. He was about dead on Monday and by Friday he was shouting and praising God. You could just tell his color had come back. He would just, His strength was coming back. But then by the next Monday he looked like he had lost a lot of the ground. And I saw this happen over and over. And I thought I began to pray. I even fasted some and I said Lord what's going on? I don't like this. You make progress and then you you lose and then you make progress and you're like having to start over. That can't be right. That can't be God. And the Lord spoke to my heart when I got quiet in a time of prayer. He said, While they're with you, they're hearing and saying words of life. But then they go home. And their family members and everybody there and people calling them saying, How do you feel? 100 times a day. How do you feel? So they're talking about how bad they feel and what's going on here and what the what this bad report said. And so they're talking death all weekend and so they lose ground. Are they talking blessing and cursing? They're talking can you see this? They're talking life and death. That means you go forward and you go backwards. And you go forward and you go backwards. This is an answer from the Lord right here this morning. That's why a lot of people have not made progress. They have just kind of seem like they're just going in circles. Why? Because they're talking two things. Hmm? Double-minded, unstable, and not receiving. Lock in. Come on, everybody. Lock in. We only speak life. That's all we say. Will you be tempted to say something else? Oh, will you be? You will be. I mean, there'll be times when you'll you'll need to put your hand on your mouth and go shut up. You're not gonna say that because everything about you will just be just itching to say it. Why? Because spiritual forces are at work. The enemy's working on you, doing everything he can to get that out of your mouth. So he can come in and do it. And if we're smart, we will not do it. We will not say it. Can you say glory to God? Go to uh, Proverbs 18, please. Proverbs 18 and verse 20. There are folks that uh, think we are extreme and in error. About this speaking part. And they think. Oh, now I just don't buy into all that. You know. You know. What I say. Matters that much. And that is the question. Does what you say matter? And how much? How much does it matter? Does it really? People make fun. Don't they? They ridicule. It's a, Oh, yeah, I heard that y'all were that confess it, possess it bunch. You got that right. We're doing some confessing and some possessing. Have been and are. And if you're smart, you'll join us.
1: <laughs>
0: which you like better? We all just that health and wealth bunch. Well, which bunch you want to be a part of? Death and broke? <laughs> Club? No thanks. That's that's the world. <laughs> yeah, that blab it and grab it. Name it, claim it. Well now they, who are they making fun of? Jesus said. Mark eleven twenty-three. Jesus, the head of the church, the master. Red letters. He said. If you'll say, and not doubt in your heart, but believe that what you say shall come to pass, you will have what you say. Did he say that? So then when people are making fun and using all these derogatory terms, I didn't write that. You didn't write that. Y'all are just Haganites, Coplanites. No, Jesusites. He's the one who said that. Yeah. Not Brother Hagen, not Brother Copeland, not any of them. Uh-huh. How many of that was in that Bible? A long, long, long time Amen. before there was a Brother Hagin or uh-huh. any of these fine men and women of God that we've been so blessed with. No. no. Jesus said, do you believe what the Master said? Should we take it seriously? Yeah. Or should we just kind of brush it off and go, eh? No. Whatever. Does what you say matter? Read it out loud here in in, in Proverbs 18 and 12. I'll read it to you and then we'll read part of it out loud. He said, A man's belly will be satisfied with what? With the fruit of his mouth. And with the increase, with what? What's in his lips? Increase. Shall he be filled? Notice, not just with hard work, not just with cleverness. It, it hurts me to see so many folks, even good Christian people, hard working people, and yet they don't realize they're absolutely undermining their life with their mouth. There's some as hard working people as you'd ever want to see. They get up early. They'll they'll work hard. They push themselves too far. But while they're doing it, they're talking unbelief. Well, I guess I'll I'll just work as long as I can. It may not be too much longer. But I'll I'll just get. If you say so. If you say it won't be much longer. It won't be. Wow, I didn't mean that. Then don't say it. Right, man. We'll get into scripture that talks about that in just a moment, but uh, people are undermining. We go, well, you know, I don't know. You know, we're, I'm doing the best I can, but man, you know, the way the economy is, and, you know, with what the government and IRS is doing, and, and dear me, I, I don't know how a man makes it these days. See, this kind of talk is just sounds natural. And Christians think it's okay. And it absolutely is death. How will a man. Read that verse again. How will a man or a woman. Be satisfied and filled up. Not just with the fruit of your hard work. With what you say. How are you going to get. be, Be filled up in your life. With good things. With lips. Of increase. Increase. Of your lips. Can you say thank you, Lord. thank you Lord. Keep reading the next verse. Verse 21. Death and life. Are in the power of the tongue. Is that true. Does it matter what I say. How much does it matter. Death and life. It's a matter. Of life and death. Death and life. What comes out of our mouth. You'll encounter resistance on this kind of thing. Folks, say, oh, now. I, you know, I just I, I just can't buy into all that. Well, what do you buy into? What means more to you than this? See, what has happened is the word of God has been pushed aside and replaced with men's ideas and traditions. Well, now I just believe that what the Lord wants will happen, and you know you, His ways are mysterious, and and you you just never know what the Lord's going to do. And I just I just believe in God Almighty. You ever heard anything like this? What are they telling you? I just believe. That means, when you hear that, understand this. They just believe something other than the Bible. They have decided it, and they have replaced the Bible with, I just believe. And I got it right to my belief. No, you don't. Nor do I. If you're a Christian, if you're a believer, you're supposed to believe what he tells you to believe. Do, Do you think so? It's sad that people, they don't realize they think they have a problem with somebody like me. But their problem is with the Bible. Their problem is with the God that they claim to love and serve. Friends, whether it's you, whether it's me, in any situation of life, when the word shows up something different than what you have thought, it's time to change. Come on, are y'all with me now? I don't care if mama and them believed it. I don't care if your whole denomination believed it. Amen. Hmm? When you're confronted with the word and it's different than how you have thought and how you were raised, it's time to change. Amen. Isn't it? Yes. Elsewise, Jesus is not really your Lord. And the word is not first place in your life. You're religious. Not the real thing. I don't want to be just religious Do you look at that scripture again verse 21 what did it say Death and life are in the power of the tongue it's just so hard it's just it's just so y'all don't understand it's just so hard if you say so it is so You could say something else and it'd be so. I'm just a man. I make mistakes if you say so. Are y'all with me? See, people think this is good. Well, look how humble. Look how sincere. It's a real man of God. A man that don't understand much about God. Or he wouldn't talk like that well I'm I'm not perfect you think we didn't already know that (laughs) you think it's going to help you talking about how imperfect you are and how many you make mistakes and how you fall sometimes and how you have your good days and bad I'm getting looks from all over the crowd (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let let, let me jump ahead. I'm I'm jumping ahead here, but uh, watch out for key words. This is not as difficult as you might think. The enemy will try to tell you, oh, that's impossible. You can't do what he's talking about and watch everything that comes out of your mouth. and, And don't listen to him because he's not your friend. He has an ulterior motive of wanting you to reject this. Why? So you will spout fear and death so he can come in and mess up your life. Yes. Don't listen to that. It's a, listen to this word. It's simple as changing one word on some of this is the difference between life and death. I get migraines is a word of death. It is a release of faith for, faith for death for the future. Well, how do I talk about it? Say, I have had my grace. Now you're not prophesying. That's right.
1: That's right. Come
0: on, are you listening? Yeah. You see how simple that is? Yeah. I've had, you, you can talk about it. No need magnifying it. But it doesn't mean you can't talk about it. Just watch how you say it. Come on, are you with me, friends? I get this. Be on the watch for that. This happens to me. You are decreeing something over your life. You're prophesying, aren't you? You're releasing faith for death. Making plans to get it. Oh, that that causes me problems. I can't I can't take that. It, it always does this to me. It's I get this and 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 I have that. Oh, friend, if you believe the Bible, you will stop talking that way. And if you need to talk about it, be just be more accurate and say I have had. I don't care if it was two minutes ago. I had it. It has happened. That's not going to hurt your future. That's just the fact of what happened. But when you say I get. I have. It happens. Sometimes. Yeah it always. Does this or that. Every time I get paid. <laughs> every time. Every time. Da 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 da. Then this happens. The devil is just smiling because he has every right to work death in your life. You said it. If you say so, it'll be so. (laughs) Are y'all with me? Do you think this is worthwhile? Does it matter what you say? Does it matter what comes out of your mouth? How much does it matter? It's a matter of life and death. So when you're hit with something if you're attacked with something is it now critical what you say about it? Hmm? Remember when Jairus came to Jesus they came and told him don't bother the master anymore your little daughter is dead. Jesus turned and looked at him. You can tell this is make or break. You can tell it. He looked at him and he said what did he say? Anybody know? Fear not. Fear not. Only. Do what? Believe only. On, believe only. Do what? Only. Doesn't that sound like speak blessing only? Speak life only. What's he warning him? But, but what do you think is going on with Jairus? They just told him she's dead. She's gone. He knows they wouldn't stand there and lie to him. He knows they didn't come here to just say this and it didn't really happen. He know, these are his people. What's going on with him? He is being assaulted with thoughts and feelings to break down, to cry, to cry out, "Oh God, I knew it! I knew it was going to put you down before we could get there." I, you know, and it's got to be the, the determining factor. Or Jesus wouldn't have turned and looked at him like he did. What's he saying? Come on, Iris. You got, you got us this far. You came and you told me. That if I would come. She would live. Now don't quit me now. Isn't that what's going on? Don't start talking death and unbelief. Stay with me. Only. Believe. 2 Corinthians so We got the same spirit of faith. They believed. Therefore they spoke. We also believe. Therefore we speak. Come on. Can you see this? So if you're talking about only believing. You're talking about only speaking life. Only victory. Only speaking the right outcome. And this is where our battles are lost. People are slapped with terrible reports. And this just happened. And that just happened. And it's, it's so sad how that even Christians under a moment of duress and trial they will immediately assume the worst huh? and just get in fear and start coming apart don't even really know what happens yet start hollering oh God, oh God, oh God oh no, no, not my baby oh no that's just like unsaved people act you will be tempted to do that But if you care what happens and if you care how this turns out, you will bite your lip. And you'll act like Jesus is looking at you just like he did with Jairus when he said, don't fear. Don't yield to that. Only believe and she'll live. Just what you told me. And no matter what you hear or what slaps you, you still know God is on the throne and he loves you. And he's brought you through things, all kind of things. And he's not going to leave you now. And he's not going to forsake you now. So no matter what is going on, there is victory in this. Some way, somehow, before this thing is through, God will give us a testimony. Hmm? And so before you even know what's going on, you're already getting ready to give the testimony. That's faith. That's faith. You don't even know how bad it is yet, but you know it ain't too bad for God to fix. And so you don't crumble, you don't shatter, you don't freak out, and start talking a bunch of death. Start using the Lord's name in vain. Oh my God, oh my God, that's using the Lord's name in vain. You're not talking to Him, not talking about Him. People think that's some kind of a Christian thing. That's an ungodly thing. That's violating one of the commandments. Oh my God. Oh my God. I knew. I knew we shouldn't have done that. I knew we shouldn't have done this. I knew this. You're just yielding to the devil. You're letting him have a playground in your mind. And let's say it is a family member. Let's say it is somebody that's the apple of your eye. They need you to be in faith. They may not be in a position where they can even think or believe right now. Somebody needs to be believing God. Who do you think is going to do it besides you? A lot of folks don't even church going people don't even believe in this. It's you. It's me. It's us. When it's dark and the wind's blowing and the storm is on. That's time for us. That's when we are supposed to be an anchor in the family. Everybody's losing it but not us. Come on now, not us. That's right. No, we're not holier than thou and preaching against every No, quoting, trying to straighten everybody out. No, we're just a rock. Amen. Just a rock. Amen. I had a guy the other day, I first time I ever met him, and obviously he wasn't acting like a believer at all. And uh, he said a bunch of stuff, and he got through it, he looked at me, I looked at him, I said, well, it's not too late. He looked at me, he thought, Nobody ever said that to me before, he said. Amen. You know, it's not. I said, no, it's not too late. He was talking about his life was a mess and he couldn't find anybody and he'd never be happy and all this. And He was already old and all this kind of stuff. And It wasn't time for me to correct his confession. He didn't even know any of this stuff. I just, that's all I said. I just looked at him and smiled and said, it's not too late. Mm-hmm. He could see it in my eyes. I really meant it. That's right. I really believed it. Right. And it caught him by surprise. He thought, huh, yeah. you know, it's not. I said, no. It's not too late. Some things could still happen. He thought, you know, I guess they could. <laughs> he had talked death so long until this sounds foreign to him. Somebody look at him and say something positive and really mean it. But that's us. We are the light of the world. We are, come on now, we are. The life speakers, healing speakers, prosperity, victory speakers, right? If you want a doom and gloom report, don't come to us. (laughs) We're not the ones for that. You won't have to go far to find that. (laughs) Somebody say, praise the Lord. Glory to God. Does it matter what comes out of your mouth? Help me out. How much does it matter? It is a matter of death and life. Life and death. Go with me to Psalm 12, please. Psalm 12. This is what's going on with so many and they don't they don't realize how serious it is, how offensive it is. To the Lord. Psalm 12 and verse 1. Help, Lord. <laughs> he says, <laughs> you ever felt like that? He's looking at the whole, he's looking at the global situation. And he says, Help, Lord, for the godly man ceases and the faithful fail. From among the children of men. You know the scripture says. When the son of man comes. Shall he find faith. On the earth. It is precious. It is not widespread globally. The Bible said there's few. That'll be saved. Now there are millions. But in comparison to the billions on the planet. That's few. Keep reading verse 2. They do what? They speak vanity. Now, now what is Vanity. Everybody awake, are you Are you here? Yes. Vain means useless. Unnecessary. Useless. They speak vanity, everyone with his neighbor. And with flattering lips. And with a double heart, they speak. They're saying things they don't mean. They're saying things, you know, oh, you know, ah. Uh, you look so great. Oh, that was so wonderful. And they don't believe it. They don't even like it. They, they go tell the other person that's the ugliest thing I ever saw them wear. And, and the only reason they're saying it is because they got some money. I think they might get something out of them. Double heart. Verse 3. The Lord shall cut off all flattering lips. So if you want to keep your lips. <laughs> and tongue if you want to keep your tongue the Lord will cut off all flattering lips and tongue that speaks proud things who are the people go back to verse 3 who are the folks speaking with the flattering lips and who are the people speaking with the proud things what does that sound like he gives us an exact precise example the Lord picks one out verse 4 they have said With our tongue we'll prevail. Our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us? I want to say something very strong. If the Lord Jesus is not Lord over your tongue, he's not Lord over you. Think about how you get saved. What is the one action out of all the things the Lord could have chosen, what's the one action whereby one is born again? Hmm? Hold your place here and turn there. Romans 10. Do you hear rebellion in that thing we read there in Psalms? What'd they say? Our lips, put it back up there for us while we're turning to Romans. The last reference there. Did you lose it? What is it? Psalm 12. Uh, 4. Psalm twelve, four. What'd they say? Our lips are our own. What does that sound like? That's rebellion. Isn't it? Who is Lord over... Does it sound like... I'll say what I want to say. Doesn't it sound like... Tell me what to say. I will say what I... Good and get ready to say. My lips are my own. That's the same thing as saying. Who is Lord over me? I say what I want to say. Then Jesus is not your Lord. That's like saying who's Lord over me. Ain't nobody Lord over me. That means you are your Lord. That's why the first thing. Coming from death unto life. Being lost to being born again. Is submitting your tongue. Come on are you listening. To the Lordship of Jesus. And the Bible said. There's coming a time. When every knee is going to bow and. Every tongue. tongue, Because that is. The action that reveals. The real submission. Every tongue will confess. Will say. Will speak. That Jesus is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. Romans 10, are you there? And 8, 10 and 8. Well, I need to back up to verse 6. He said, the righteousness which is of faith does what? Speaks on this wise. What's the next word? Say Say not in your heart, who shall ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Verse 7, who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring up Christ again from the dead it's not get God to come down from heaven it's not climb the highest mountain, it's not span the vast sea what is it? it's right here the answer the way to salvation, full salvation victory in life it's right here, it's near it's really close it's right under your nose (laughs) His, literally right under you. what is it the word the word is near you even in your mouth and in your heart the word of faith which we preach verse 9 that if you'll do what huh jump off the building run a hundred miles huh no no do what how do you get saved anybody know in here how do you get saved if you will confess with your mouth. Amen. That's as plain as you can say it. Yes. That's, just, that's not just mentally assenting or agreeing. That's opening your mouth and making sounds. Yes. Yes. Using your tongue to speak words. Yes. Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. Yes. And not just empty vain words, but you believe in your heart yes. what you're saying. Yes. And you believe that God has raised him from the dead. Yes. What will happen? You might be. (laughs) It's a good chance. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. You shall be. How many counting on this? (laughs) I'm I'm counting on this to miss hell. And make heaven. (laughs) Are you? And I'm not concerned about it either. Verse 10. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. I want you to see this in a broader light maybe than you've thought about it before. Salvation, if you look up the Greek words, it is one of the big words in the New Testament. It, do, it means saved, but it means a lot more than that. And it means saved from hell, but it didn't just say saved from hell. It's just saved. When you said, I'm saved... You said a bunch. You said a mouthful. Saved from what? You're redeemed from the curse of the law. You're saved from hell. You're you're saved from uh, the chastisement of your peace was on him. You're saved from mental anguish and torment. By stripes you're healed. You're you're saved from dying young. You're saved from being broke. You're saved from accidents and problems that take out people that live wickedly. You're saved. But but notice, what's confession is made unto salvation. We need to understand the way we got born again is the exact same way we live the Christian life Amen. every day and every night. We, we didn't just get born again by believing in our heart and saying with our mouth. That's how we make it to work on Monday morning. Amen. Are y'all with me or not? Amen. That's how we make it through the day. That's how we, we deal with our babies being attacked. That's how we deal with our finances having issues. Ha, you believe in your heart, and you say with your mouth. Oh, friends, are y'all with me this morning? Is this true or not? Didn't say ju- confession is not just made to the new birth, not just made to miss hell, it's made unto salvation. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. And yet folks have got born again and and they quit confessing. Oh, they maybe believe in confessing some sin but nothing on the positive side and make fun of folk like us that do and not realizing they're making fun of the Bible. Somebody say thank you Lord Lord." for for the light of truth it makes me free Go to Psalm 33, please. They said, our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us? That is the picture of rebellion, isn't it? Is somebody Lord over you? Everybody awake now. Somebody Lord over you? You said you were born again. You said you're a believer, right? Somebody Lord over you? Then your lips are not your own. Which means what? You don't. Get to say what you want to say. Everything that crosses your mind to say. Have we lived like this? <laughs> no, this, this had not been taught like it needs to be. Hadn't been emphasized like it needs to be. Are your lips your own? To no. just say whatever you want to say. No. Whatever you feel. People have acted that way. They've lived that way but it's wrong. And it's also why there's so much turmoil, so many problems, because the devil's just having a heyday in Christians' lives, because all he's got to do is bring a thought or feeling across their mind, and they'll say it. And think nothing about it, and not realize it's connected when it starts coming to pass. I've actually had people look at me and kind of whisper, I told you, I told you that's the way, and not realizing yeah, because you said it for three years. <laughs> and then turn around and tell you they don't believe in Mark 11, 23. <laughs> no, I don't believe in all that confessor. What did you think you just did? Yeah. You said it for three years and it wasn't so and now it became so. I told you it's going to happen bad. You know, I told you. Just watch. They're believing for failure. Believing for destruction. You see what I told you? Every time I do that, That happens. If you say so, (laughs) it'll be so. You could say something else. What if you said this? Every time that happens, I come up a notch. (laughs) What if you said that? Every time that happens, I get more money. Every time that happens, something better opens up for me. Every every time. Every time. <laughs> I am always at the right place at the right time. God just sets me up every day. It's amazing. Always the right place, the right time. Always got favor, just supernatural favor.
1: Yeah.
0: Everybody that meets me wants to do something for me.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Right. Just don't know why. Yeah. I've actually had people look at me and say, I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't even really like you.
1: I, I, but I'm gonna do this for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> are there believers though that are saying the exact opposite yes. nobody will help me I've called into probably nine ministries and nobody will do what I'm asking them to do I've asked people for help nobody will help me nobody will help me why won't anybody help me I don't think there are any real Christians around bunch of hypocrites So all hypocrites because they won't do what you want them to do <laughs>
1: that's
0: pretty convenient why won't anybody help me nobody will help me if you say so. the more you say it the worse it will get ah, I don't believe in that well yeah your lips are your own who's Lord over you You see what we're talking about here, friend? Is this serious business? It's very, very serious. Very serious. How many would acknowledge and say, my lips are not my own. I've been bought with a price. My spirit and my body belong to God. My mouth is not my own. I'm to say what he tells me to say. True or no? It is. Does our mind need to be renewed? With his word. Literally what confession means. Is saying the same thing. Should you say the same thing. The Lord says. If he says it. That's what you should say. And nothing else. Not that and something. But just that. Just that. I know he said he loves me. But. Watch out. What are you going to do? What do you mean, but? I know he said he forgave me, but I just, you know, I'm just hard on myself like that. I just, I just have a hard time. I guess that's a weak area of mine. You say so. If you say so, that's what it is. You know, I just, I have a hard time getting over that. I guess maybe it's because I'm a, I'm a perfectionist. You're full of pride. Trying to act humble and it's all fake and phony baloney. Have some real humility and do what the Lord told you to do. If He said He forgave you and cleansed you, humble yourself and believe it and say that and that only. Don't let anything else come out of your mouth and humble yourself and say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you for forgiving me. You said you did, so you did. It doesn't matter how I feel. If you say I'm clean, I'm clean. That's it. Amen. And that's all I'm going to say. Amen. I'm forgiven. Amen. And I'm clean. Amen. There's a What kind of memories I've got? I have been made. Didn't earn it. I have been made. Amen. The righteousness of God in Christ. Amen. Because of what Jesus did for me. And I'm accepted. Amen. In the beloved. I'm accepted in the Father. Amen. Because of this. It takes humility to do that when you feel otherwise. And it takes faith. Did you find the scripture in the psalm? Did I tell you what it was? Okay. 33. Psalm 33. Psalm 33:6. 6. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made. You believe that? And all the host of them by the breath of his mouth Do you believe that everything, the chair you're sitting on, the planet it's sitting on, came into being, all the stars, all the planets, all the systems, everything you see when you look up into the night sky, where did it come from, how did it get here, people like to try to, you know, act super intelligent and theorize about and imagine, and we can only uh, surmise and theorize where all this came from. and No, no. I can tell you exactly how it came. here. All you got to do is be a believer. God said and it became. That's amazing. Isn't it? It's the God we serve. It's who He is. It's what He is. It's how He has always operated. It's how He will always operate because it is perfection. And we are made in his likeness and image. So how do you think we're made to operate? Just like him. By the word of the Lord. Do you believe it? Do you believe like the scripture says. The earth was without form. And void empty. And darkness was on the face of the deep a darkness that could be felt. You couldn't see your hand in front of your nose. And something happened. None of this was here. None of these majestic mountains and beautiful oceans and and forests and jungles and all the plant life. None of that. None of that was here. And all the beautiful things that we see in the night sky. And God said, He spoke. Do you believe it? He said, Light be. And when he said that, power was released. Oh, do you believe it, friends? Power. I don't know the sounds, the sights, the things that happened, but unimaginable from our state right now. Power was released. And it just continued to develop and continued. And they tell us that light is still expanding somewhere that we couldn't see. And he has used that in every aspect of his dealing with humanity. He'll say, be blessed, be fruitful, multiply, be. And he's not just encouraging you, like, do good, boy, be, be happy. Right. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. These words are not just idle chatter. Right. God never says any idle words. Right. Every word he says, Is full of life, full of faith, full of creative power. Do you believe it? Everything he says happens every time. Do you believe it or not? Say it out loud when God speaks, speaks, it happens happens. every every time. Say it again when God speaks, It happens. Every time. Say it again. When God speaks. It happens. Every time. Every time. Does he just vent sometimes? Does he say a bunch of stuff and then say. I'm I'm just saying. No. Because if he's saying. It's happening. (laughs) Did you ever say a bunch of stuff and go, "Oh, you know, forget that. I just, I was upset. I, I said some stuff I didn't mean. Does the Lord ever say things he doesn't mean? No. Never. Why? Because if he says it, it happens. So he can't say something he wouldn't mean. Because it's going to happen. Say it again. When God speaks. When God speaks. It happens. It happens. Every, time. Every time. How about you? when you speak. Huh? (laughs) That is a picture of where we are in our development. People like to imagine that they're super spiritual and they know a lot and all that. No, this is where you are. Your mouth tells you where you are. Because if a person doesn't miss it in what they say, That's the fully developed. Right? The perfect, the mature one. So when we're half of what we're saying, two-thirds of what we're we're saying, three-fourths of what we're saying is just empty, fluff, nothing, stuff, don't mean it, just, I I just carry it, all that. That means you are an undeveloped, unspiritual. Are you with me, friends? Uh Because spiritual people Choose their words. And they measure their words. And they don't talk just to be talking. They speak on purpose. To accomplish something. With what they said. This is almost a foreign concept in the church. And yet it's been the word of God all the time. Are you willing to receive it? Are you willing to to let the Lord make some changes in you? How would you like for him to be able to turn the power up on your words? Come on, are you listening? (laughs) Could you see how he couldn't afford to with a lot of people? (laughs) Huh? I mean, all the stuff they're saying, all the brainless stuff they're spitting out, if it just boom, 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 boom happened, oh, man, the world would be chaos all around them. I want you to ask yourself the question day to day. What if everything that came out of my mouth came to pass in my life? What if everything I, everything I said, because with God, that's exactly how it is. And are we not endeavoring to be like him? Or should we not be growing to become like him? That's too, too weak right there. Uh, <laughs> verse seven, I'm going to give you some more scripture on. Verse seven, he gathers the waters of the sea together as a heap. He lays up the depth in the storehouses. Verse eight, let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him, and specifically because of this. Verse 9 For he spoke, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. Somebody say, Glory to God. God. Should you be in awe of him about this? That he spoke, and it happened. It was done. He commanded. And it stood permanent, steadfast. He spoke. Light came into existence. Tectonic plates formed and moved formed the basis of the mountains and the oceans and and the rotation and the magnetic forces. Everything that's holding the solar system and the universe together is here because he said something. Are you in awe of that?
1: Yes.
0: He said something and it was done. He commanded and it stood established and permanent. Should you aspire to be like Him? Yes. If not, who are you imitating instead of Him? Ephesians 5 1. You don't have to turn there, but just put it up on the screen in the NIV. Ephesians 5 1. What does it say? What does it say? Be imitators of God. Therefore as dearly loved children. Just like little children imitate their their parents and their, their fathers, their mothers. We're supposed to do that with our God. I've had people say with, with disdain to me. Well, you're just trying to act like Jesus. I thought that was the idea. Right. <laughs> Who do you want me to act like? Uh-huh. You know somebody better? No. He's trying to act like Jesus. Every one of us is supposed to be acting like Jesus. Uh-huh. Yeah. How does our father operate? He believes it. He says it. It happens. Does that have any application to us? People, you know, it's no wonder that the devil hates this. Oh, he doesn't want you doing this. Ooh, he won't, you'll mess up his playhouse, man. I mean, you will, you will cut him off and shut him down when you quit saying just everything that crosses your mind. And when you quit spewing and venting feelings, you'll put him on the other side of the plate glass. He'll be wanting to get in and can't. Because you won't give no place to the devil. Isn't that what the scripture said? Remember what Jesus said? Satan's coming. He has nothing in me. He has nothing in me. How many know Jesus would not give him anything to work with? Right. Nothing. He pressed Jesus. He pushed Jesus. Remember in those 40 days and nights. Temptation in the wilderness. Don't you know he pushed him? And pre- pushed every button he could. And pressed every area he could. And all that Jesus would say is. It is written. It is written. It is written. It is, written. It is also written. It is written. Should we be just like the master? Come on, should we be just like, no matter what comes up, what do we say? The word says. The word says. Yeah, but what are you going to do? The Bible said, my God shall supply all my need according to his riches in glory by Christ. Yeah, but, no buts. That's it. I'm not going to talk that and something else. That's all I'm going to talk. Well, yeah, but what about this and what about that? Let me tell you what about it. It's going to work out for our good and God's glory. Every need will be met. Every bill will be paid. The Lord will show us what to do. I mean, you can say this and not have a clue what you're going to do. The Lord will show us what to do. He'll he'll take us by the hand and he'll walk us through this thing. He will lead us every step of the way. And for it's all said and done, when the dust clears, we'll be standing here with the answer. Because the Lord is faithful. He always causes us to try. Will you be tempted ever to walk the floor and say, what am I going to do? Will you ever be tempted? Oh, yes. Know that you will. Do you have to give into to it? No. Do you have to say those thoughts? No. Is it life and death whether you say them or not? Yes. It is. I just don't think I can make it. I, I if you say so, you can't. There's another verse that says, I can. I can. I can do all things, not by myself, but through Christ who strengthens me. But I can do it. I can do it. I can take this course. I can pass this, this exam. I can uh, get this next degree. I can. I can make it through this. I can. Don't Don't ever say you can't. That's words the devil can work with. To weaken you, to hurt you, to defeat you. By the words of his mouth, these things have come into existence. Listen to Isaiah 55. I'm thinking about closing. Uh, Isaiah 55, verse 10. A lot of you know it. It's another way of saying what we've said about when God says, it happens every time as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and returns not there but waters the earth the the rain does not fall out of the clouds and return before it waters the ground and it makes it to bring forth in bud that the, it gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater verse 11 so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth It shall not return to me void. But it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing. Whereto I sent it. Should you be an imitator of God. As a dear child. If he does it. Should you endeavor to do it that way. We know he had not arrived at the level he's doing it on. But should we not just be hopeless and hapless. Should we at least make an effort. To operate the way he does. Amen. That means we should operate like this. Amen. And we should say this over ourselves. I want you to say this out loud. So shall my word be. That goes forth out of my mouth. It'll not return to me void.
1: It'll, not to me
0: void. It'll accomplish, it will accomplish. That which I please. And it'll prosper prosper. in the thing whereto I sin it.
1: it.
0: Is that you and me being an imitator of God? Then in that case, we're not just talking to be yakking and talking. We sent our word to do something, didn't we? And we say it will not bounce back and do nothing. Come on, are you listening? It will, my word, oh, are you getting excited about this or not? My word that comes out of my mouth, I'm made in the likeness and image of God. I'm his child. He told me to imitate him. And if I will not doubt, but believe that what I say comes to pass, isn't that believing it won't return void? He'll have what he says. It will prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. Stand on your feet, everybody. Are you ready to send some words? Some folks say, well, I said some things and they didn't happen. And You know, some of these same folk have told me, you know, I didn't much expect it to work. <laughs> well, come on now. He didn't just say, just say it. You got to believe it. You got to believe it in your heart. And say it with your mouth. But do you understand and are you stirred up about the concept of, Of not just saying stuff, sending your words. Sending your word. Is that what God does? He sent His word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. He sent His word. And He said, When I send my word, it'll not return to me void. Said out loud, My words words are not empty, empty. they're not vain, They're vain. They're they're not powerless. But the words that come out of my mouth don't return void they accomplish what I send them to do they prosper and effect what they're sent to do thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord Lord. close your eyes lift up your hands begin to just focus on him focus on him Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, praise him just a little bit more. Thank you, Father. Thank you. The entrance of your word gives light. And your truth makes us free. Free, free, free indeed. Everybody pray it out loud. Father God. God. Watching by the internet, you pray this too out loud. Father Father God. Forgive me. For using my words foolishly, idly, lazily, not believing and doing what you said concerning my mouth, I ask you, set a watch at the door of my lips, alert me, lest I say wrong words, And remind me and show me what to say and how to say it all through the day, all through the night. night. And I purpose not to ignore it, not to treat it slightly, slightly, but to receive it and and do it and 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 honor you you with you. with my words. You are Lord over me. My lips are not my own. Get glory to yourself. In me. In the words of my mouth. Not my will. Your will. Be done. Praise God. Praise God. Praise you Lord. Praise you Lord. Praise you Lord. Praise you Lord. When can you start this, this saying things on purpose and, and speaking life and blessing and increase? When can you start? I mean, get on it right now, the rest of the day. As you're leaving this place, as you go through the afternoon and the evening, get on it. Speak good over this and speak blessing over that. Speak, speak blessing over your kids. Don't talk their problems. You know, talk about how, how strong God's making them and, and what, how you showing them what to do and, how they're coming out, and how things are changing, huh? They need you to do it, because some of them are not doing it at all. They need you to do it, and over your finances, don't sit there and stare at your bills and cry. Any sinner can do that, huh? Somebody don't even know the Lord can do that. You know what to do. You look at them bills, and you say, "Don't get comfortable. Don't get comfortable sitting on my table, because you will not be here long." You are on your way out. Are you talking to bills, Brother Keith? Yes, yes. yeah. Jesus talked to trees. He talked to the wind and the way. He talked to fevers. That's how we're supposed to operate. The church has lost it being religious, but that has never changed. It's always been that way. Can you say glory to God?
1: This ministry has been brought to you today free of charge by the partners of More Life Ministries,